Hello, fellow ink drinkers, and welcome back to the Blind Girls Book Talk. My name is Aria. And I'm Belle. And we are two sisters who love books and love reading. And so we have created this podcast to be kind of a variety show of a bunch of different bookish content that spans from book reviews to book theories to things that we love about books, things that we wish we could change, a whole wide array. And today's episode, we're actually going to be going over some recent reads that we have done and just talking about what we've read, what we liked, what we didn't. So I will actually let Belle talk about hers first because she has been working on her recent read for longer than I had. And to be fair, she is a a college student. A struggling college student. (laughs) Yeah. So she she does have an excuse for, you know, taking some time to read a book. But I think you told me that you're actually going to be giving up on this one. Yeah, I, I, I can't with this one. So what is what is this book's name, the the author, and, and tell us a little bit about it. So I have been reading for the past like two months or so, The Strange Case of the Alchemist's Daughter by Theodora Gosh. Ghosts, I butcher names. I'm sorry. Yes, if we mispronounce names, mispronounce names, please forgive us. We both do have ways of saying things like in our head and then they're not actually right, but then that's how we pronounce them. So please forgive us. So like I said, I've been on this book for two months. Granted, I am in college and all of that, but It's just been a long read. So what is the premise of this book? The best way I can describe it, it's like the main character, like scientific characters from gothic literature had daughters. Okay. And the daughters were in some way experimented on. So they eventually all kind of find each other through this mystery. And there were these killings in London and Sherlock and Watson get involved. And it's this just big mystery, but it's just very slow and just very dull. Gotcha. Okay. So it's, it's kind of like they're trying to mash a whole bunch of different characters from, you know, classic literature together. And then the scaffolding that they're trying to, to use mm-hmm. to mesh it all together just doesn't work for you. No, like the action is just not really there. It's just a very slow, slow book. Okay. And there's nothing wrong with slow burns. My favorite book, Night Circus, I would call it a slow burn of a book. So there, there's nothing wrong with it. But there are sometimes, especially with something like this, where I would feel like you would need a lot more action to kind of push everything forward, you know? Yeah, it like took to page like 200 for something like major to happen. Granted, there were like some deaths of weird unknown people that happened earlier in the book. But they just kind of are like, oh, yeah, this happened. Okay, so it wasn't even like it, it like flashed over to like one of the murdered people's point of view to no, be like no. fear. No, the one cool thing I will say about this book that I actually thoroughly enjoyed is the author wrote it as a manuscript. Like she she got a hold of like the the main girl's wrote their adventure down and mm-hmm. then it was given to the author to edit and put together and everything and then you know the manuscript was then given back to the girls 
Mm-hmm. And then they put their edits and she left some of their edits in. So every now and then you'll get like just these weird comments from the characters about a scenario. Some of them are funny. I will admit some of them, the banter is really funny, but like some of them are just like, that's so unnecessary. Gotcha. So I, that is a cool premise. I mean, I love fourth wall breaks myself personally. I um, do too, but like some of this unnecessary stuff, I think that just adds to making it just so much of a longer read. Gotcha. And especially when you're trying to like, trying to give it a chance and then you kind of have these weird flashing moments of just randomness. Yeah. No, I get that. I totally understand that. Now, is it just because it was such a slow burn for you that it didn't work and that's why you're kind of like going to put this one aside? Pretty much, yeah. Like everything, like I wouldn't say I necessarily hate the book, and I think it could be a good book for the certain person. I'm just not that person. It's just not something, you know me, and I prefer books that, you know, have a bit of a faster pace and a lot happening. Mm-hmm. And this just wasn't that. Mm-hmm. And now did, because I know you mentioned there's kind of like a bunch of other or other characters that have made their way into this story. Do they kind of, is it one of those stories where they each kind of have their own like web essentially and then all things are coming together or not really? For the girls, yes. So it starts with the character of Mary Jekyll, which is the daughter of Dr. Jekyll from Mm -hmm. the book, The Strange Case of Dr. Dr. Jekyll Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. And, you know, her mother just died. Her father had been dead and she's kind of picking up the pieces from that. And then she like finds this mystery. Pardon us. That is uh, Belle's dog, Piper, who has decided that she is going to talk to us. <laughs> Sorry. Anyway, anyway, go ahead. And so like then each of the girls gets connected to each other some way. But like that's really it. So who's who's the other girl? Like, are, are there only two? Or are there three? There's Mary Jekyll, and then she meets Hyde's daughter. So in this universe, Jekyll and Hyde are different people? They are different people, but it's unknown whether... It's said that they were two different people. Like, they were originally two different people. And then apparently Dr. Jekyll started experimenting on himself. And like, you know, maybe he then could transform into Mr. Hyde. That is so weird. Yeah, I I found it really weird. And then the book later introduces pigmen. And I'm just like, okay, yeah, we're we're not going on with this. Okay, so this, it, it kind of... It had interesting bits and beats that that were just kind of something that you would want to continue with. But at the same time, it is like it kind of jumps the shark a bit. Like, yeah, it's just it, it, and like it, it does include three other girls and okay. plus the housekeeper, Mary Jekyll's housekeeper. But it, it just has some randomness. And I'm sure if I finished it, answers would be there. But once we got to Pigmen, I was like, okay, we're we're not continuing. Yeah, I, I can totally agree with that choice. I know there have been books that I have read that have gone way off into left field. Belle can attest. I am a very strange person, and I love books that bring out that weirdness that are just kind of off in left field at times. But even for me, there are some books when they jump the shark, it's just kind of, it's a little bit too much yeah. uh, for, for me. Well, then that seems to sum up your recent 
read. So I'll go ahead and talk about mine. So the name of the book that I recently reread actually was a book that was called The Legend of Holly Claus. And it is, I think it's an older book. I know I read it when I was a kid. How did you read it? And then I never read it. Like I've never heard of it. Okay. So Brittany Ryan is the, the author of this book. And pretty much, see, Okay, so I think this is one book that I think I tried to like get you to read. I had put it on your child (laughs) bookshelves for, for you to read and you just never picked up. I read it like I said, I read it when I was really young. I want to say I had to be like 10, 11, 12, 13, maybe at the oldest. I was kind of on the younger end myself uh, when I read it. And there was just something about it, I remember, you know, that kind of stuck in my head. And it was, of course, th- there's one motif in the book that is that is uh, love conquers time. And I think that thought as, you know, when you read that as a young kid does kind of stick in your brain a bit. And so I had decided for our blog, I had wanted to do a reread of some nostalgia books for me or some books that I really liked as a kid. And so I chose to start off by rereading this one. And so pretty much the, the premise of it is that there is a little boy who writes a letter to Santa Claus. And pretty much only in his letter, he just asks what Santa Claus wants for Christmas. And then pretty much in this world, you know, Santa Claus is... He he lives in, in a land that is called the land of immortals, which is pretty much where all sorts of fairy tale creatures of people who have done a lot for humanity. Like it, it's kind of a, a really mixed bag of, of who all lives there, but it's kind of a world of magic. And pretty much Santa Claus, th- this letter kind of sparks for him that, yeah, he does want a child to share his life because, of course, Santa Claus loves children. As we as we all know, he is the main person of goodwill and generosity and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And so pretty much a, a little girl is born. Her name is Holly. And she is the only child to ever be born in this land. And then meanwhile, of course, there's a big bad. I am not going to be able to pronounce his name. I always call him Heineken. And that is not his name. It's something that is completely different. But for this case, we're just going to call him Big Bad. And pretty much he in order for him to be free from his prison, he needs to possess the purest heart in the land. And of course, Holly is the purest heart in the land. So he puts ice on her heart to freeze it so that way it it stays pure forever you know and then because of this she can't be warm at all like she has to live in the cold so they have to you know have enchanted clothing out of snow for her like there's a whole whole mess of story the one thing i did forget about this book is that i thought it spent a lot more time of her kind of venturing out into the real world because that's kind of how the plot moves forward is all about her, you know, going to the the real world and and defeating the big bad. But I I thought a lot more time was spent there. It it turns out that like most, I want to say like two thirds of the book was all about her growing up in this Mm -hmm. isolation because she can't really be around the town like the people of the land of forever because they all kind of blame her plus the one time that she did try to venture out the big bad showed up and cursed somebody so everybody's scared of her so it's one of those things where as a kid I think I latched on more to the end of the story where she is in the real world meets her true love and I kind of forgot about 
all the things that had happened before about how, you know, she grew up and how she had these animal friends and, and caretakers who really cared for her. But all in all, I did enjoy going back and looking at that, you know, revisiting the the read. You know, it was really interesting to get an older perspective to this book. I do really recommend it for anybody who might have either children of their own or kids in their life. If you're looking for something that's not a super difficult read, but is something that's very wholesome read, I would definitely recommend this for you. It it didn't take me very long to get through it. Again, it is a kid's book. So it even if you want to read it for yourself, it is not a long read. But there is a lot of fantasy elements to it. And it's a really cute book. Just like from hearing like your synopsis of it it sounded a bit like how some people think jack frost came to be with the you know the heart being frozen and all that Mm -hmm. yeah it it, the heart being frozen thing like honestly there were some times that that i got like a little bit of almost like disney's frozen vibes in a way although like of course it didn't kill her like it it ended up well technically doing for honest spoilers for frozen i mean I swear everybody's seen it. So, (laughs) but it was very interesting to kind of see this and they do parallel it a lot, which I thought was nice. And maybe this was another thing that I resonated with. They did pair this thought of her having to be in the cold all the time to other kids that have medical conditions. Cause I know really cool. Yeah. Cause I know like she, when she goes to the real world, she meets a little girl who's very sick. It's not very clear what she has, but, it is something where like all of her toys had to be destroyed, which I'm trying to think of of what that would be. The only thing when I was reading it that I thought of would have been something maybe like TB, like tuberculosis, um, but I'm not mm-hmm. sure on that at all. Honestly, I, I, I kind of thought it was strange that, you know, there was a, a sickness that she had to, to get rid of all her toys. And there probably is something historical there that I just, I'm not remembering. <laughs> but she ended up being a very sickly little girl and Holly ends up making her a, a doll to replace all of her dolls that were destroyed. And pretty much the, the little girl is just, in love with it she's just like this is me like if I wasn't sick and Holly's like I'm sick too I I get it but like you can you you know you can get better you can show the doctors that you can get better and and that kind of thing which I was like oh my my cold dead icy heart (laughs) you know it was it was a very cute moment in the in the story for me I definitely highly again highly highly recommend The Legend of Holly Claus if you're again looking for a book for kids to show to the children that might be in your life. I definitely recommend it. Again, it is an older book. I don't know if you can still find it, but if you can, definitely do recommend it. Do do you recommend the the strange case of the alchemist daughter? Not really. I mean, I thought I would really like it and I just don't, so Okay, that's fair. Fair, fair, fair is fair. All right. Well, that is about all we have today for today's episode. Thank you so much for joining in uh, with us as we, you know, talk talked about these these books that we've read. We, of course, leave a like, leave a comment, uh, sub- subscribe, review, all of those good things, and then tune in next time when we are going to be talking about. You're going to be giving your first battery telling. Oh, that is going to be an interesting experience for everyone. So we will see you guys next time. Bye. Bye.